Welcome to HR in 15, a podcast dedicated to addressing the complexities of modern HR in just 15 minutes. Brought to you by Prestige PEO, simplifying HR. Hi, and welcome to another episode of HR in 15. I'm Rhonda Willis, Director of Client Services with Prestige PEO Southeast Region, and your host today. We're joined once again by Joe O'Connor, Chief Executive Officer of Four Day Week Global. Thank you for coming back, Joe. Thanks, Rhonda. Great to be back on with you. Yeah, nice to have you. So today we're going to continue our conversation about the four day work week. First, let's remind our listeners about you and your organization. Can you tell us a little bit about you and what Four Day Week Global does? Sure. So 40 Week Global is a not-for-profit organization that was founded in 2019 by Andrew Barnes, a businessman in New Zealand who first trialed and later introduced this idea in his own business, Perpetual Guardian, back in 2018. Um, I came on board as CEO last year. Uh, I'm originally from Ireland and moved to New York where I've been coordinating our global pilot programs that are taking place in the US and Canada, Australia and New Zealand, and also in Europe. Great, thank you. In our last episode, we talked about the many benefits of offering a four-day work week to your employees, but many companies really may not know where to start. How should a company approach this work model? Is there something they should do first? How does it work? Well, I think it's really important first to acknowledge that the planning, preparation, design, and assessment of trialing a four-day work week is a really critical phase. You know, our experience is that the vast majority of companies that actually launch trials of the four-day week end up making it permanent, end up making it a success. But really where companies sometimes can struggle is in figuring out how this is going to work operationally for their business and figuring out, you know, how they need to engage their employees to make sure that this is something that's a success. I think it's really important that the message is very clear to staff at the outset that when we talk about the four-day work week, we're not talking about doing the same work in the same way in a shorter amount of time because, you know, for a lot of people, that can make them feel like work's going to become more intense, we're going to have to work harder, work faster. Actually, what this is about is really looking hard at your business processes and trying to figure out how can we deliver the same output with fewer and more efficient inputs. You know, not every Mm -hmm. task and not every project is created equal. So this is very much an exercise in prioritization, refocusing, and really getting better at at, at becoming more efficient with your time. Ideally, you know, like in past years or in history, um, if you will, um, we used to work six days a week, right? Um, and so now we're down to a five-day typical work week. Um, do you see this push for the four-day work week expanding so that more or most organizations even um, would move to a four-day work week? I absolutely think that we are on a path and really the question is how quickly we travel down it, but I don't believe that the, the genie is going to go back into the bottle. I think we're at a similar stage in the development of the four-day work week to where we were at at the beginning of the five-day week movement because people forget that mm-hmm. you know the five-day work week or the eight-hour day did not come in overnight. It was not legislated for immediately. This was something that 
over the course of 20, 30 years happened at different stages in different times, depending on the industry or depending on the country. So, you know, the reality is, is that the five day week is an invention of around a century ago, which was really designed for the manufacturing and the industrial era. Um, I don't think it's particularly relevant, necessary or appropriate to the digital age. I think if you look at the last 20 to 30 years, you know, we have seen incredible advances in technology and incredible increases in productivity brought about by things like globalization, email, the internet, but yet the standard work week in most of the Western world remains the same. So I think the pandemic has really created an opportunity to really rethink how we're working and how actually we can redesign a, a new world of work that's more appropriate for 2022 and beyond. Great. Do you have you seen in the companies that you've worked with that they've implemented perhaps a hybrid model where some employees are working this four day work week and others are working perhaps a more traditional schedule? So we have seen organizations where they've initially trialed or piloted the four day work week in certain parts of the organization and then later expanded the policy uh, wider within the company. Our advice to firms is that generally the trial should involve everyone because this mm -hmm. is something that's not about necessarily individual behavior change. You know, this is not, while there might be some gains to be made by maybe people spending less time on non-work related tasks during the four days that they're at work, maybe they don't need to spend as much time with, you know, health appointments and other things that, that might otherwise distract them in the work week. But by and large, most of the benefits and the gains to be made here are structural changes. They're things that need mm -hmm. to be done collectively. They need to be done within teams, within departments. So, you know, the things we talked about on the last episode, eliminating distractions, getting better at, at meeting discipline, you know, automating certain tasks. None of these things are things that people can do individually. And actually, if you measure individual productivity, you'll get individual behavioral responses. So this is about measuring collective output. So we believe it's really important that everyone within particular functions and teams is thrown in at the deep end together, that they need to work collectively to come up with the solutions to make this work. And we find in our experience that that makes this much more sticky within an organization. You know, if the change is directed from the top down, Maybe that might work for a certain period of time, but it's really much more sustainable when it comes from the ground up. So we advise companies, sure, offer an opt out that if at the end of the trial, you make this permanent within the company, and maybe for some people working the old traditional way of five days a week works best for them individually, that might be a small percentage of people. And I think that, that you know, having that as something where you're paying people for four days, 32 hours, you're paying people for a certain amount of output. If some people want to take five days to do that, then I think, sure, you can facilitate that. Great. So what has the feedback from employees been? Well, we've just had the first phase of results from our, our first major pilot program, uh, which was mostly companies in Ireland, but also included some companies in the US and Canada, including the global software company Simpro. And really the, the midpoint results from that. So we surveyed employees at, at baseline before the trial, and we've done mm -hmm. another survey midway through. And those initial results are incredibly encouraging. You know, work-life balance, well-being, feelings of stress, feelings of overwork uh, have all been trending positively. 
Job satisfaction has remained stable, which um, you know, we're attributing the fact that that hasn't actually gone up to the fact that most employees were aware of the trial before the first survey. And so maybe the, the benefit was, was inbuilt there a little bit already. One of the really interesting things that we've seen, though, um, is similar to a company in the UK, Synergy Vision, that did this, is that when you survey employees before the four-day week and you ask them how much they believe that they're able to get the work that they need to get done, done within the work week, we saw in Synergy Vision that before the trial, roughly about 50% of people felt they had enough time to get done what they needed to do. They moved to the four-day week, so you know, 20% less time, but over 80% of people actually said that they had sufficient time during the work week. So I think that really shows you that this is not just about reducing hours in isolation, but this is about creating the organizational culture that enables you to actually become much more efficient in what you're doing. And in turn, even with less time, people feel more productive. People feel that they can get more done in the work week. Great. It sounds like a win-win for both the organization and the employee. I think this is absolutely something that, if done properly, can be a huge success and a huge win-win for both the employer and the employee. And it can also be a huge win for broader society. You know, two of the things that we're very mm -hmm. much looking at in our research is A, the potential environmental benefit of this. So, you know, does moving to a four-day work week, as a lot of research suggests, result in lower carbon emissions at the company level as a result of less commuting and less energy use in buildings and lower emissions at an individual employee level because people have more time to make sustainable behavioral decisions in their own personal lives. The second thing we're looking at is what's the impact on gender equality? So does this lead to a greater distribution of caring and domestic responsibilities in the home between women and men? And in turn does, you know, rebalancing the playing field. We know right now that women, you know, by and large, by, by a huge percentage, take up more part-time and reduce our working than men. So if you even the playing field and you universalize the four-day work week, does this actually provide women with a greater platform and greater equality when it comes to training opportunities, leadership opportunities, career progression opportunities at work? So I think this is something that not only can it benefit the firm and benefit you know, individual employees, this can also have a huge impact at a broader societal level. It sounds like it. Well, this has been a fascinating conversation. Thank you so much for joining us, Joe. I'm sure our listeners enjoyed learning about the benefits of the four-day work week. And if you're interested in implementing a four-day work week at your company, make sure you visit four-day week global online at www.fourdayweek.com. That's www, the number four, dayweek.com. You can also listen to more episodes of HRN 15 at www.hrn15.com. Thanks for tuning in. For questions or more information on today's topic, visit prestigepeo.com.